It is Friday, December 13th. Welcome to the Friday Five, a list of five things you need to know about this week. I'm your host, Sarah Rupel, and to start things off today, can I just say congratulations? We have made it to the end of another annual enrollment period. You know what that means. The holidays are almost here. Unfortunately, I have barely started my shopping, but here is some good news. We've got some great highlights from this week, so let's get into that. Number one, back in 2014, our federal government decided that school-based clinics and providers could bill Medicaid, reversing a ban from 1997. A couple of states are putting this policy change to work. Florida, Kentucky, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, and North Carolina have already received the go-ahead from CMS to bill Medicaid for health care provided in schools. Other states are waiting to hear from CMS on the matter. Some have made internal policy changes that do not require federal approval, and some are in the process of drafting paperwork. To see where your state stands on whether schools can bill Medicaid for health care services, check out the link to the Post Bulletin article in our show notes. Number two, NPR reported on the glitches in Medicare's plan finder last Friday afternoon, writing, quote, Members of Congress, healthcare advocates, and insurance agents worry that enrollment decisions based on bad information from the government's revamped, error-prone plan finder website will bring unwelcome surprises, unquote. Now, that article also says that beneficiaries, quote, could be stuck in plans that cost too much and don't meet their medical needs with no way out until 2021, unquote, which isn't entirely true. CMS provided a statement to Kaiser Health News on Wednesday that said beneficiaries will be able to change plans in 2020 if they believe plan finder information misled them. We've talked about client retention and following up with your clients in other episodes here on the ASG podcast. This is a great example of why following up is so important. And you want to follow up early so that you can course correct your client's coverage as early as possible if necessary. Number three, some news on the ACA Risk Corridors Program. The U.S. Supreme Court is hearing arguments that the government does not have an obligation to reimburse insurers who participated on the exchange the $12 billion they're owed. Repayments to struggling issuers were supposed to come from thriving issuers for 2014, 2015, and 2016, but they were only able to fund a small portion of the payments for 2014. At the heart of the argument is whether the statute that created the law contains a policy or a contract between insurers and the government. It is a fascinating argument, and we will have the link to an article from the National Law Journal that also appeared on thinkadvisor.com for you to check out in our show notes. Number four, Congress has a plan to put a halt to surprise medical bills for out-of-network emergency care and a handful of other services. The bipartisan legislation would set a default price on bills under $750, and that price would be determined from in-network charges in the same area. Out-of-network bills totaling over $750 would be brought to arbitration by a third party to decide what the insurer should pay the provider. 
The legislation is part of the larger Lower Health Care Cost Act, and it has one more hurdle to jump before it becomes law, and that is the December 20th government spending vote. Also on the docket, raising the federal smoking age to 21. We will have a link to an article where you can learn more about that legislation in our show notes. Number five, PC Magazine got a sneak peek at Pediatrics 2040, which is an annual meeting for the International Society for Pediatric Innovation. One article outlines some ideas on where the future of health-related tech is headed, and it's an interesting read. Author S.C. Stewart noted that the theme of the meeting seemed to be using tech to cure potentially unhealthy behaviors. And he mentioned one wearable that I've been really interested in and hoping I get for Christmas. It's called Upright, a device that helps to correct and retrain poor posture. In addition to wearables, that article also mentioned insidables, which I've got to say are half cool and also half terrifying. Also, the rise of mobile care was mentioned and even implementing virtual reality and artificial intelligence into healthcare. We will have the link to the full article about the conference in our show notes for you, and I will keep you updated on if I get an upright for Christmas or if I end up just buying one for myself. That does it for our Friday Five. A quick reminder, if you like what you're hearing on these Friday Five episodes, please give them a like. Make sure you're following along with our podcast as well. It is completely free to do that, and you can do it wherever you get your podcasts. That is all that we've got for this episode. Thanks so much for listening. We will see you next week. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing. This episode was written and produced by me, Sarah Rappel. Script editing by Roxanne Anderson. Artwork by Nick Smith.